0: Hey guys, welcome to the Kingdom Dynamics Podcast. I'm Jonathan. I'm a Christian just like you. I believe that Jesus Christ is King and Lord, that He owns my life, that He is seated at the right hand of God, and so are you and I. We are hidden in Christ Jesus. We will judge the angels We have the authority to forgive sins on the earth. And we look just like our Father God. I want to invite you to understand the message that Jesus preached so that you can bear fruit 30, 60 and 100 times what was sown. We do that by understanding the yeast of the Pharisees and weeding it out of our mind, the yeast of Herod politics. And weeding that out of our thinking, we do it by taking away the worries of the world and the deceitfulness of wealth that choke the seed. Come with me into the kingdom and expand it today. Welcome back to the Kingdom Dynamics Podcast. I'm Jonathan. It is the 9th of November, 2022. And I've just got one scripture to read today from... The Psalms, and it says in Psalm thirty-three, eighteen: "Behold, the eye of the Lord is on those who fear Him, on those who hope in His mercy to deliver their soul from death, and to keep them alive in famine." And that's a really good word right there for us today, because uh, there's a lot of uh, uncertainty in the world at the moment. If you listen to my previous message, I hope you can handle it. it was very um, direct and encouraging and equipping, but I was talking about, uh, I suppose, the paradox of living in two realms, living in heaven and on earth at the same time, because we're born again, born of the Spirit. We see God with our spiritual eyes. We hear His voice. He never stops talking to us, and there is no problem with, with Him speaking. The problem is with us hearing. And those who have ears to hear, let them hear what the Spirit is saying. So we're living in days where people who are standing on the rock, just to summarize last episode, if you are standing on the rock that is Christ, then you are standing on a very sure foundation. No matter what the wind or the waves throw at you, you are going to be standing firm. Your foundation is immovable. However, what we've seen over the last, you know, two to three years, or you could say 2,000 years, is people who people who are standing on any other foundation. That includes your own strength, your own ability, your family, your superannuation, the government, religion, even your church, your pastor. Anyone can let you down. All of these foundations are not the strong and permanent foundation of Christ. So what you've seen over the last few years is churches that were not on the rock of christ and people who were not on the rock of christ people who who gave into their fear remember fear is worship fear is ultimate worship jesus god said to fear god fear the one who can throw both your body and your soul into hell so the bible is very consistently telling us to fear not fear not don't be afraid of the enemy don't be afraid don't worry but give your worship to God. The first people to be thrown into the lake of fire in the book of Revelation are the cowards, the fearful, the unbelieving. So this is very serious to God, and you don't really hear this in church, but what we've seen is the churches that were not churches, they have you know, fallen away. They've had their lampstands removed. And you can go back, those who've been following me from the beginning... They know, and really they're following Christ, but those who've been listening to my podcast and been led to subscribe and be part of of my various communities and websites and things, they know that I started the Melbourne Underground Church proactively, preemptively in 2018 because God told me, and this is the point, God told me that the church would not be found above ground in Melbourne. And this was before COVID. He also told me that the economy would be totally derailed. And this was before COVID, before Russia allegedly invaded Ukraine, and a whole bunch of other things as well. So what I'm trying to say to you, and what this psalmist is saying to you, is that you you will be protected by God in the famine, It's not going to be your bunker. It's not going to be your iodine tablets. It's not going to be your gold or your Bitcoin. It's not going to be your martial arts training. It's not going to be your rich uncles and aunties and family. It is the Lord who delivers us. It is the Lord who keeps us alive in famine. And that also coincides with my deliverance uh, school which is on teachable.com uh kingdom dynamics.teachable.com where i talk about deliverance being being preventative yes you know i can cast out a demon but if you don't change your mind if you don't change your behavior and if you don't if you don't hear the voice of god you're going to be demonized again because it's it's deception you see, the devil will take ownership of your soul as much as you give over to him. So if the Holy Spirit is saying, you know, don't watch that TV show, you know, don't hang out with that person, and you continue to to, to grieve the Holy Spirit, you, you don't listen to him, you don't obey him, his voice is... Very loving, very gentle, and he'll be telling you things. You know, wake, wake, he'll wake you up early. Angels will wake you up to pray because your deliverance is preventative. And so today I'm saying this again from Psalm 33 Behold, the eye of the Lord is on those who fear him, those who revere him, and fear him, and worship him, on those who hope in his mercy to deliver their soul from death and to keep them alive. He will keep you alive in famine preventatively. He's already put you in the right place at the right time with the right people and the right job, and the resources are available. If you need Bitcoin, he'll he'll make sure you have some. If you need to be in the country, he'll tell you to flee. If you need to be in the city, don't worry. Don't try to diagnose the problem yourself. You've got to be spirit-led. So you say what he's saying, you do what he's doing, and if you don't know what to do, you wait. You wait upon the Lord. You don't do anything. You know, I'm in an incredible situation right now because I've obeyed God. I went and took a job that was uncomfortable, that was challenging, and it's been amazing. And, and those little n- nudgings of the Spirit where he tells you where to go, you'll hear a word in the way saying, this is the way to go. You've got to believe that your days are ordered, numbered by the Lord. He's actually got a plan for your life. It's not your life that you live. It's his life that is being lived through you. You've really got to let go of your own life. You've really got to let go of your own opinion. And we're coming into days where there's gonna be much more shaking, much more deception, much more falling away. As you can see, the enemy is is shaken and trembling, and he's really grasping for, for anything at the moment. The, the, the way that the world, the the me the the, the, the the world has seemed to have gone crazy, it's because the enemy knows that he's lost. He's actually lost. God is going to Declare the kingdoms of this world are the kingdoms of our God. He's going to come back. We're not in the tribulation yet, but everything is being uh, tweaked. You know, the, the engine is white, white hot with revving. You know, we're very, you know, everything. I don't know if it's going to be another hundred years or not, but it's very, the engine is really on fire. Everything is being prepared for Armageddon. You know, nation against nation, kingdom against kingdom, famines, pestilences, troubles, persecutions, these things have been here for thousands of years. There's not, but what's happening now is the, the world is... Just have a look at the book of Revelation. Have a look at the, the sores on people's skin. Have a look at the locusts that cover the sky. Have a look at the wars and the and the 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 death the death and the, the destruction the one third of the earth, one third of the people die, one third of the trees. We we are getting everything is getting prepared for that now. Because the wrath of God will be fully poured out. You know, he's a just and and he's a just God and He people will not get away with murder they will not get away with what they're doing to the earth there will be a recompense there will be a a retribution okay right now is the day of salvation right now is the opportunity to repent and if you're a christian then you've got to be living from colossians chapter 3 right now this is who you are and i'm going to read it in the passion translation Christ's resurrection is your resurrection. This is why we are to yearn for all that is above, for that's where Christ sits enthroned at the place of all power, authority and honour. Yes, feast on the treasures of the heavenly realm and fill your thoughts with heavenly realities and do not run with the distractions of this natural realm. Listen to this. Your crucifixion with Christ has severed the tie to this life. I'm going to read that again. Your crucifixion, your crucifixion. Did you know that you've been crucified? Your crucifixion with Christ has severed, cut off the tie that you have to this life. And now your true life is hidden away in God, in Christ. And just as Christ himself is seen for who he really is, get this, Who you are really will also be revealed, for you are now one with him in glory. So this is what is happening, the pressure that you feel, the opposition that you feel on the inside and on the outside, the glory that's in you, the the delay and the disappointment and the demonic on the outside, this tension that you feel is because you are becoming seen, You you are being revealed to the world. The sons of God are being revealed. The great darkness is over the earth, but your light is shining. Arise and shine. So this is the opportunity right now to stand on the rock, to seek heavenly things, and to be seen and to be revealed. Don't try to control all the circumstances around you. Do not give in to fear by reacting in your soul to the media, don't react in your soul. I watch the news, I not the mainstream news. I listen and I watch because I'm a strategist, because I have contingencies. I'm ready. I'm not going to be surprised. I've always got money in the bank, cash in my wallet. I've got batteries. I'm ready. I'm ready for whatever. But I'm not responding in fear to the world I'm not responding in fear to the world. I'm responding to God. Listen, even in World War I and II, there were people who prospered. There were places of prosperity. Okay, people in Russia and China in previous famines were starving because their government was sending food to other countries. There was plenty of food. It was just being managed badly. But listen, God is the best manager, and he can be looking after your life. Now, maybe he wants you to go to prison and suffer. Maybe he wants you to be martyred. That is in the in the program, you know, for, for some people. And what an honor to know him. What an honor to live for him and what an honor to die for him. But maybe he's got a pr- pr- plan for you to survive and to thrive. Maybe in whatever is coming economically, Politically, environmentally, spiritually? What if he's wanting you to be the head and not the tail, above and not beneath, lend and not borrow? He might tell you to buy some obscure cryptocurrency that exponentially grows. There are many opportunities right now. He might want you to, he might whisper to buy some medication that you can trade because God will tell you the medications that will not be available. We're even seeing that with paracetamol now. You know, we saw that during lockdowns. Now, God knows you don't need to figure it all out, but you need to listen to his voice. Don't listen to me. What you do, you read the word of God, you know the foundation of his character, you know that he's good, you know that Jesus Christ is the exact representation of the Father, that he comes to bring life and life abundant that the devil's the one who comes to steal, kill, and destroy, and then you listen to the Jesus Christ on the inside of you, he's always speaking, always. he's He's never not speaking to you. He's interceding for you always. The Holy Spirit is groaning and praying through you. You don't even need to know cognitively what to pray, but the Holy Spirit will pray through you. So today... Yes, we are in a famine. We've already been in a famine of the Word of God for years. We've been in a famine. Where is the church? Where were they during those couple of years? Where are the apostles and the prophets and the teachers? And who's actually speaking from the fire like me, like Kevin Zadai, like Jamie Walden? There are very few people who are saying, what god is saying i'm sure there are many millions i don't know where they are maybe they're not on youtube but 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 there are very few people speaking the truth right now god is he's preventatively delivering you he's going to make a way where there is no way but there's already been a famine of the word of god amos chapter 8 verse 11 look it up amos chapter 8 verse 11 there's been a famine you know, physically. People are sick. People are tired. People are vaccinated. People are are suffering under 5G and chemtrails and fluoride. Now, God can prosper you in a time of famine. Joseph prospered. Not only did he prosper in Egypt, but the whole world prospered because of him. And not only did he prosper, but God made him as a father to Pharaoh. So, I've been sent to Melbourne. I've been born for this moment. I've been sent to my family. I've been sent to my my work. And when I go, there's always disruption. I'll tell you this is absolute fact. I've been in a new job, promotion, pay rise for about five months. I've got a car park, a beautiful car park in the city, um, right on the river. I've got a phone and a beautiful tailor-made suit and a laptop and a massive pay rise and I actually love my job and I'm good at it but since I began my job my direct manager suddenly separated from her husband and went overseas the one above her got maternity leave and she's leaving then the client that i'm managing that my entire job really is is serving them their their entire company resigned general manager resigned operations manager resigned um, marketing manager resigned then the, the then another new general manager arrived and within 2 months she had to go to another country for for 2 months so she's gone then the marketing agency uh, ref- quit left, and they have no marketing agency. So what I'm saying to you is that the moment that the that 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 you arrive, there's a confrontation. That every demonic spirit that had control immediately lost its control the moment that you arrived. And those demonic spirits, some of them territorial, some of them principalities and powers, some of them rulers and dominions in high places, some of them are just little insect-sized demons. They will be measuring you up. Is this Christian really born again do they know who they are now i'm telling you that the success that i've had at work it was it was a battle and and it's only been five months but i'm telling you it is amazing how wherever i go there is incredible disruption there is a lot of change and it's not my personality it's not my leadership style it's nothing in the natural realm it's because i was sent and god sends you into your workplace, into your suburb, wherever you live, you are sent. Wherever you are, he has sent you there to own it. I mean, he wants you to own the atmosphere in your workplace. He wants you to own the atmosphere in your house. There are demonic spirits. There are people who are practicing pornography. There are people who are sleeping around. There are people who are operating in criminal activity. There are people who are pedophiles. There are people who are rapists. There are people who, are, who, are, who have given themselves over to, to methamphetamines, who live and walk. They might be your school teacher, They might be your, your... You never know. It might be your parents. It might be your neighbors. But this is the thing. Those people, they have allowed demonic spirits to take over their bodies. Even Christians are said to have been used by the devil to do his will. So how much more non-Christians? Galatians implies that non-Christians who are not born again are totally at the whim of the devil. Jesus called the Pharisees, your father is the devil. You do the will of your father, the devil. So what I'm saying is the moment that I or you appear in any group of people, even on a bus, even on a tram, you have been sent to, to take over that area. You have been sent to dominate. I'm telling you, if you could possibly understand and believe this, it would make your life easier. Because everywhere you go, you are going to face resistance because they know, the demonic spirits know that you have been sent there to to kick them out. You know, what did Jesus do on the other side of the lake to where the Gerasenes were? Immediately the territorial spirit that was a man. See, there are people in your workplace who are themselves a territorial spirit. Jesus called Judas a devil. He didn't say one of you has a devil. He says one of you is a devil. There's the seed of the kingdom. Come on, guys. This is basic stuff. People can be possessed by the devil. Satan, it says, entered inside of Judas's body through his mouth following the wake of his food. Okay? So there are people in your workplace who may look good on the outside and God loves them, and they're not your enemy, you know, in the natural but spiritually they have been given themselves over they might be practicing criminal activity or they may just be oppressed by a spirit of of sedition or seduction or perversion and now they will look to compromise you they will look to compromise you by enticing you they will look to compromise you by flattering you they'll look to compromise you by by touching you they'll look they'll look to compromise you by by compromising you. So you've got to be really discerning. You've got to be in the spirit. You've got to be praying in tongues. You've got to be fasting. You've got to be ready. Don't even go to work until you've prayed in tongues. Don't walk through the door until you own that space. You have got to confront the demonic spirits before you go. When I have a big day at work or when I feel opposition, I will face the devil and look him in the eyes in my prayer life. I will see the intimidation I'll see the criticism. I will know in the spirit who has been taken over by the devil. who is my enemy in the spirit there are, there are people in my work, and oh my God, i've only told you half the story. you know, one of the staff members that gave me the most trouble, I won them over by loving them and praying for them and holding my tongue, and they have become an ally it's been quite miraculous but i do not trust them i'm not friends with them i know who i know that they could at any moment turn but another person who was equal to me in rank and office they were a barrier to me they were a difficulty for me they would not change they would not reply to emails they would not lift a finger and there was a demonic spirit involved. And guess what? They they suddenly resigned last week. Now, why am I telling you all this? I'm telling you this because I didn't move. You are not meant to move. You're not meant to complain. You're not meant to fear. You're not meant to run and buy Bitcoin because you're afraid. You're not meant to not go to work because you're having panic attacks. You're not meant to avoid confrontation. These are all the things that the devil has prepared for you over your entire life. He ha- he knows your calling. He knows your destiny. He paid more attention to your prophecies than you did. And he knows what your weaknesses are. And he will pull all of your strings, all of your buttons. If he can't get to you, he'll get to your family. If you are living, so to speak, perfectly, not that it's about performance, but if you are loving God selflessly loving others and and you're dying to yourself, you're carrying a cross, you're fasting and praying, you're in the spirit, your dog will get demonized. Your cat will get demonized. Your neighbors will get demonized. You can feel the opposite. Start to train yourself. You can feel the satanic spirits in your house, in your bedroom, in your car, in your neighbor's. You know that they're antichrist. You know that while they might look nice and smile and even bring you a Christmas present, that there are spirits involved in them that hate you. And it's not in the natural that they hate you, it's in the spirit. There's demonic spirits that hate you, number one, because you represent God. You are made in the image of God, every human is is detestable to the devil because we remind him of our Father. Now he was never adopted like us, he was never called a child of God like us. he was never accepted by, like us. The psalm said, he you know who to which angel has he said, "You are my son They're, they are left out." They are servants. Angels are ministering spirits to serve us. Jesus said, A servant doesn't know what his master is doing, but you, I call you friends. In other words, we are equal with God. I know that sounds incredible, but is it not true that we are one with the Father? That we are the image of Christ on the earth? That we are his beloved? That we are his bride? that we are being transformed into his image. I don't know why this is so hard, that we, Jesus prayed that we would share the same glory that he had in the beginning. We've been invited into the the, the Trinity. I'm sorry, but that's the truth. Just, we have been invited inside of God into the Trinity. We we are far more than the angels we will judge the angels so when you go to work when you go home when you go to your even your school your children whatever it is they you've got they even will have demonic spirits or or things around them even in their own thinking you know it's in your mind that you become a slave to the enemy That's why we need to be transformed by the renewing of our mind, by the washing of the water of the word. That's why we need to repent, because your mind can side with the enemy. Your emotions can side with the enemy. Your soul needs to be won over. So you've got to choose with your spirit and with your will to side with God in your mind, to side with God in your emotions. You're not going to believe the news. You're not going to believe your body. You're not going to believe the media. You're not going to believe your people around you. You are going to believe the word of God. And if God says to go, you're going to go. If God says to stay, you're going to stay. If God says to stand, you're going to stand. If God says to sit, you're going to sit. Now, we're not perfect. We're going to miss it. Sometimes, but God turns all these things together for good. I'm going to pray for you. Father, I want to thank you for Jesus Christ, the Son of God. I want to thank you that he is living inside of us and we receive Jesus Christ right now. We drink the blood of Jesus Christ. We eat the body of Jesus Christ. And he, in a sense, eats our body and drinks our blood. We are one. We have communion with the Father, with the Son, and with the Holy Spirit. I thank you that the truth is that we have absolute victory, that we are more than conquerors, that Christ Jesus has seated us in the heavenly realms, far above all principalities and powers, might and dominion. We are seated, Lord God. Let us rule on the earth as it is in heaven. Oh God, I, I thank you. This I know this sounds like so much, God, for people, but I just pray that they would know who they are and they would believe the Bible. They'd believe what you say about them. And like it says here, Jesus, in Colossians chapter 3, our crucifixion with Christ has severed the tide of this life. Thank you, God, that you said that we are free from sin. To He who the Son sets free, He's free indeed. And this is the truth. We are free. The government might make you think you're not free. The media might make you think you're not free. But you are free. You are no longer a slave to sin. The power of sin is broken. That means that you, don't, you owe no one anything but to love them. And you are the head and not the tail. You are above and not beneath. You do lend and don't borrow. This is the truth. And Jesus, I just pray for these people that you would empower them to live the amazing life that you've given them and that you would cause the power of Christ that's inside of them to perform the works that you've called them to do. Lord, would you move them and propel them forward in good works today, in Jesus' name. And just remember, church, that... (sighs) Things are not always as they appear. Remember that God is wanting you and I in this season, above all else, to sow the seed of the kingdom. We are not preaching a religion. Jesus Christ is not only a teacher and a prophet and a pastor and a shepherd, He is the King of glory. He's the Ancient of Days, He's the Lord of War. Jealous is His name, and He has a kingdom. And his kingdom will expand. His kingdom will grow. The seed will become the greatest tree in the garden. Psalm 2, I invoke in Jesus' name. Isaiah 2, I invoke in Jesus' name. Psalm 91, I invoke in Jesus' name. And the blood covenant of Jesus Christ, I invoke. And I pray, Lord God, Jesus Christ, that you would return, that you would come back quickly as you promised in Jesus' name. Bye for now.